You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 52. Hello, everyone. This is Linda Borgie from Farmyard, and you, my friends, are just one seed away. Welcome to episode number 52, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, giving your child weed killer for breakfast. Now, doesn't that sound absolutely absurd? It is absurd. No one in their right mind would want to give their child weed killer for breakfast. But that is, in fact, what we are doing in a brand by the name of Cheerios. And that's just one brand, folks. I'm not pulling that one out of the air and just being mean to General Mills. But I want want to let you know about the regulatory process and just some of the very specific information about Roundup. And because I am not a scientist... And I am not, I am a researcher. I research, I dig for all of this information. But because I don't have that specifics in my head, I cannot speak from an area of expertise. I've taken some notes from a project called the Detox Project. And I'm going to read those notes off of my laptop here. And I pulled out the things that really struck me as being the most important. Now, regulators set safety limits for exposure to glyphosate based on data from the industry's own toxicity studies. So in layman's terms, I'm a company, I'm producing Roundup, I'm going to do a study, I'm going to give it to the government, and the government's going to say, okay, there you go, we have a study. So everything is based Everything is based on the regulatory process on the toxicity study given to the government from the company. All right. Companies conduct different tests according to standards set in consultation with industry by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, a body dedicated not to public health, but to facilitating international trade. So after we get these tests, right, after these tests are done by the company, then it goes to this Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, and they decide the levels. And they are not dedicated to health, but to money, to international trade. Okay, the results of these industry tests, which are classified as commercial secrets, they're kept hidden from the public and the scientific community. Get a load of that one. Now, that's really something else, don't you think? And what, what is being regulated? It's called an ADI is what's calculated. And what that is, is a safety threshold called the acceptable daily intake. So that's what they're coming up with, the acceptable daily intake. Now, it has been set at 0.3 milligrams per kilogram weight of the person per day. So let me say that again. It has been set at 0.3 
megagrams per kilogram of body weight per day. And that is in Europe, 0.3. In the United States, it is 1.75. So there's a big spread, don't you think? 0.3, 1.75. What's up with that anyway? Okay, so let's find out, it, are these levels safe? Okay, industry toxicity study protocols, they're out of date. All toxicity tests conducted by industry for regulatory purposes are based on the old adage, the dose makes the poison. That is, the higher the dose, the greater the degree of toxicity. However, in some cases, low doses corresponding to human exposure can be more toxic than higher doses tested in laboratory animals in industry studies. Safety limits are set for the isolated ingredient glyphosate, but the whole formulations, which are generally more toxic, are never tested to determine long-term toxic effects. Glyphosate, which was claimed to be as safe as table salt, for over 40 years was reclassified as a probable carcinogen by the World Health Organization in 2015. Now, you know, we're being fooled. That's what's happening. We are being fooled. And it just makes me so angry because this organization, the Detox Project, Food Democracy Now. And I'm going to give you all these links in the show notes, including the report that shows that Cheerios has the highest part per billion than any food that this independent lab tested. Cheerios. Now, Look, I have two grandchildren. I have had two children, and I'm one of eight. Lots of nieces and nephews. What do you give your children for patty food when they first sit in the height chair, right? You give them the Cheerios because they can pick them up and put them in their mouth. But I don't believe any listener here today or at any day any time with that knowledge would be giving their children Cheerios for breakfast. But because all of this is underground, my friends, it's all underground. And what's happening is we are really being poisoned, slowly being poisoned by a weed killer. Now, What are some steps that you can take? Number one, you have to educate yourself. You have to educate yourself about toxicity. I mean, these, they affect the the endocrine system. And we're having a lot of those troubles right now. Once again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But... I have experience. I'm going to give you a little experience that I had personally in my own life. 
So it was, I believe it was 1992, and it was my son. He was 10 years old. Yeah, I think I got I think I got the timing right. If if not, then it was a little little later. Well, it was it was when um, they were starting to inject the dairy cows with bovine growth hormone, and I heard about it. You know, it wasn't a lot of internet back there. You know, you had to hear it word of mouth or ha- have become a member of different groups, and you get things through the mail. But I noticed that my son was beginning to develop breasts like a girl. They were swollen. They just did not look correct to me. And that's when I started to dig. And that's when I started to find out about bovine growth hormone. And that's when I found out about all the stuff that was in the meat. So what did I do? I took my whole family off of all of it. All of it. Three years, we were vegetarians with no dairy. Seriously. And he, my son, was very... That was his food group. He loved his huge salad bowl, the size of a bowl, you know, of cereal with milk in the morning. He was a big kid. He was, uh, my God, he was... Ten and a half bouts when he was born, for God's sake. So damn long. So anyway, he um, immediately, his breasts came down after taking him off the milk. And that's really when I started really investigating and becoming an activist for food. I mean, way back then, I had a holistic children's health fair in Bergen County, New Jersey, right in Closter, New Jersey. And that was way back when. So I've watched this all happen before my very eyes. Some Broadway production. Let me tell you, it's one that I would rather not have been correct in. You know, there's some things you say to people all your life, this and this and this. And you know what? It would be better off for me today if all of that stuff wasn't true that I've been saying for the past 30 years, you know, two, three decades. It would be so much better if all of it was a lie and I was just making it all up. But it wasn't a lie, and I wasn't making it up. And today, you know, this is our 52nd episode. We at Farmyard have been publishing a podcast every week for a year. I want this information out there. I do not want people to be feeding their children Roundup for breakfast. I carry all of you in my heart. I really do. It's so important to move this information. I am going to give you all of the links to the reports and the research and the information so that you can, in fact, educate yourself. Because this is in our lives right now, kiddos. So we can be in denial or we could be proactive. Let's be proactive. 
and let's do it together. If you have any questions on this podcast or any other podcast, please send me an email, linda at farm-a-yard.com. And we have created a mighty network. And within this mighty network, you will be kept up to date on information like glyphosate and many others. So I'm going to put the link to the Farmyard Mighty Network in the show notes. I want you to check it out. Spread the word. I promise you all we have to do is join hand to hand and we, my friends, will turn this food train wreck around. I thank you so much for listening. You're a doll. I want to send a special thanks to all our Patreon supporters and all the people that are joining our mighty network right now as I speak. We're going to do this, my friends. We are going to do this. I will see you on the flip side. And until then, go farm that yard. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in. And a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farm Yard, all one word, on patreon.com.